Hey there, and welcome to the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. I'm your host, Marley Sievers. With four years of high school coaching experience, six years of experience as an instructor and choreographer for the National Cheerleaders Association, and over a decade in the cheerleading industry, join me as we navigate through the world of high school coaching together. Here we go. This episode is brought to you by the Cheer Coach Planner. Are you ready to replace your bulky coach binder? If so, then you should check out the Cheer Coach Planner. Designed specifically for cheerleading coaches, the Cheer Coach Planner helps you to simplify the administrative side of coaching through the use of planning and organization. Inside, you'll find over 250 pages, including 12 undated monthly calendars, daily life and practice planners, a team section full of forms to help you keep track of everything specific to your team, like rosters, absences, and athlete profiles, and a season section full of forms to help you keep track of everything related to your season, like tryouts, fundraising, game days, pep rallies, and competitions. With a physical planner, digital planner options, and new planners for your captains, you're bound to find an option that works for you. Check them out at cheercoachplanner.com or visit the link in my show notes. The Cheer Coach Planner, your season, your plan. I have Brianna here with me. She is the owner and operator of Cheer Coach Planner. I will have her introduce herself a little bit more and talk about her experience in cheerleading and coaching. Yeah. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, My name is Brianna. I am the head coach at Highland Springs High School in um, Highland Springs, Virginia. I am also the owner of the Cheer Coach Planner, which is a planner that is specifically for cheerleading coaches. And so I have been a coach for going into my fourth year now, cheerleader since, gosh, since I was little. And so it's all kind of just melting together now. And I'm really excited. Awesome. We're happy to have you here. My first question for you is what are the key skills to have when working as a coach? Yeah. So I think it's really important to be first and foremost, a really great leader. Um, You are responsible for however many kids you have on your team. And so I just think having um, leadership experience is really just super important. I also think that it's important to be organized and confident in yourself and your abilities. You know, I think that your success stems from having balance um, of all of those three things. So being a great leader, being confident and being organized. Those are all great skills. I think (laughs) I agree hundred percent. What's your favorite thing about coaching and what got you involved in it? Yeah. So um, I really just love watching um, the growth that happens throughout the season. So whether it's like a new athlete who is learning how to properly place their motions or a veteran athlete who is just progressing in their skills or accomplishing their goals. I just really love watching that. The main reason, there's probably two main reasons that I started coaching. The first is I was a youth cheerleader. So I started cheering when I was probably in like fourth grade and cheered all the way through at least one semester of college. And um, my mom was actually the director of that program after I kind of aged out of it. And just watching her just completely run that program seamlessly, um, at least from my point of view, and just kind of, you know, doing it so effortlessly was just such an inspiration for me. Um, And then the other reason was my high school cheerleading coach. She is somebody that I truly admired. um, Even when I was cheering for her, she was such a kind person. She was so organized and effective and 
Um, she was a really hands-on coach. Um, I just love the way that she carried herself. Um, she taught us, you know, well, she stood up for us, she defended us. Um, and so I just truly admired both of them. And I think that they were really the reasons why I was like, okay, I think I could do that too. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really inspirational. I feel like I have a similar upbringing with like my mom coaching my middle school cheer. And so that's really cool. What's been the best experience you've had as a coach? Yeah. So, so far, you know, I would still consider myself to be fairly new to coaching. Um, I coached youth, the the youth program that I used to cheer for when I was in high school, but that was so long ago. So it's, I'm still fairly new to the high school world of coaching, but I would say so far, I think that the, the, the best experience I've had is just really forming my athletes into well-rounded athletes. And so, so I've coached a squad that is, that predominantly does stomp and shake style cheerleading. I come from a traditional style cheerleading background. And so having to learn um, the skills and technique that go into making a team that does that technique, really a great team um, has been kind of like a, you know, an uphill battle for me. Um, And so it's been really fun though, to kind of interject some of my traditional style (laughs) experience into that as well. And kind of showing them, you know, all the different types of skills that can go into being different types of cheerleaders. And so I really enjoyed doing that. That sounds like a really fun experience. Yeah. What has been your most challenging experience as a coach? Yeah. So um, I would say I'm actually probably living through that right now, if I'm being honest. So I've been coaching with this program, like I said, going into my fourth year. This is my first year, though, as head coach. Um, and so I am taking over a program that is um, really well known in the Stomp and Shake community. They have won like four national championships. And so they are just the standard as far as I'm concerned. And so it's a lot of pre- pressure coming in as the head coach after the old staff kind of retired, and then also coming from a background that's not the style of cheer that um, this team is known for. And so right now I'm just, you know, really trying to find that mix of, you know, keeping their tradition alive and then also kind of incorporating some new things just so they can get some different experiences as well. And just sort of trying to balance that all as to not just kind of like yank the carpet from about up under them and just sort of being mindful of all of those things while trying to, to grow as well. That's awesome. I think that's the best that anybody can do, especially with their first season as a head coach. I mean, yeah. I'm going through that right now. <laughs> so I relate. Yeah. But yeah, I think I was talking to coach Gorman in the last episode and she mentioned uh-huh. something about like the 20, 60, 80 rule um, yeah. or 20, 20, 60, 100, whatever it was, but every year you get to like change more and more about the program, which makes it yours, which is awesome. Yes. Yes, exactly. What do you think you can attribute to success in coaching? Sure. So, um, like I said, kind of before my, my ultimate goal is just to develop well-rounded athletes. Um, and I, I hope to do that by providing, you know, an environment that's challenging and supportive. And so I don't want them to come in and, you know, not have any type of challenge, but I also want to be able to support them through, you know, the growth and changes and things like that. And so I really strive to encourage my athletes to reach their full potential by kind of placing emphasis on building, I guess, a holistic individual. It's really important to me that they focus, you know, on academics and accountability and have really great integrity. And so when I see progress in those areas, I view that as success personally. I a hundred percent agree. I I think that personal growth and personal success is, is 
exponentially important as well as like the physical talent. What is the best piece of advice you have been given? Yeah. So the best piece of advice I have been giving is to be consistent. Um, I was actually told that by um, the coaching staff that I that has since retired that I'm kind of replacing they, and you know, it, it was probably when they told me it was probably more um, specific to like their team at that point. Whereas it was like, you know, however you walk in on that first day is how you need to remain, you know? And so, because, because the, the, the athletes really tend to latch on to, you know, who you are as they're trying to figure out who you are. And so for me, I just believe, you know, that, you know, how you show up at practice each day or a game should, should be consistent. You know, obviously you're going to have days when you don't feel hundred percent or quite frankly, when your team is driving you crazy. Um, and so obviously you adjust according to those, to those situations, but, you know, just generally speaking, kind of laying the groundwork of consistency is really important. What advice would you give someone who's just starting their coaching career? Yes. So again, I still think that I'm still kind of just starting my coaching career, but, um, so it's really important to me to be organized, um, and to get organized early. And I sort of believe that through all aspects of my life, honestly, but, um, I'm just profound proponent of, you know, if you can control what you can control, then you are a better able to accept the things that you can't control as they come your way. And so I like to do that by just being as organized and as planned as I can be, not to the point where, you know, if something comes my way that I can't let go of those plans, but more so because you know, if something comes at me and I already have a plan in place, then I am, you know, I've already got this kind of plan established and I can, I can pivot from there. Um, And I'm not, you know, trying to pull every aspect of what's going on out of thin air from my memory, because my memory is just terrible, honestly. (laughs) And so um, I just, I just really believe that, you know, if you can just be planned and organized so that you can control what you can control. And then that way, as the things come that you can't control, which they will, which they will, you, you kind of have your footing a little bit more stable to kind of handle those things. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's inevitable to have things that inevitable. you can't control. Yeah. Pop up. <laughs> it's <But> inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what lessons do you hope that your former athletes received during their time in your program? Yeah. I love this question. Um, so for me, I think the, the, the thing right now, and I, I always like to leave space for this to change, right? Like to evolve with myself, with my team. Um, but that working hard and being honest and being kind are important characteristics that you will carry with you throughout your life. Um, And so you can be the most amazing athlete ever, but I just believe that if you don't have those things, um, or if if at least you don't bring those things to practice or, you know, to the table that you're, you're lacking um, some things and it's hard for people to kind of see beyond those things. And so your skills, you know, they can, they can speak a lot for you, but it's really your character that I think speaks the most for you. Absolutely. So we talked about Virginia and the stomp and shake style cheer. What else is cheerleading like in Virginia? Yeah. So again, I'm actually still learning. So um, my husband and I moved to Virginia a couple of years ago. And so I'm originally from Ohio and I'm pretty familiar with, with cheer there. And so I'm still learning a lot about, you know, um, what traditional style cheerleading looks like here. Um, Also what stomp and shake cheerleading looks like. Um, Historically, stomp and shake was created in North Carolina and Virginia. There's varying styles um, and it's predominantly within like the African-American cheerleading teams, not all African-American teams, but in this area, there are a lot of teams that do that style. And so, you know, 
for this year, we're, we're focusing on not so much rebuilding, but sort of just building, building upon what we already have, kind of trying to figure out what types of techniques and things that we can kind of meld into what we're already doing, just to sort of create a team that's sort of continuing with what we've been doing, but sort of mixing in a little bit more. So I'd like to focus, you know, more on tumbling and things like that. So this year we probably won't be competing too much. Um, If we do, it will probably just kind of be one of those like dust the cobwebs off types of competitions until we can really kind of form the foundation of what the team looks like going forward. Awesome. I love that. How would you describe your team culture? Yeah. So I have been really fortunate to, um, kind of take over a team that's got a really amazing culture. I would describe it as one that is a disciplined family who truly strives to be their best. The the athletes who come into this program really have a really high respect for the coaches, for each other, and for the program. And so it's it, I've been so fortunate to, to step into this role because I feel like, you know, I, I don't have to to battle with with athletes to sort of have the heart and the passion to to do cheerleading. They're not just here just to like say I'm a cheerleader or wear the uniform. They're really here because they really love the program and they really want to represent this program in their school. We set really high standards and so we try to really instill valuable lessons for them, um, you know, such as like responsibility, a hard work ethic, teamwork, mutual respect, and a high, high level of commitment. And so I've been really fortunate to to kind of walk into that environment. And I'm looking forward to continuing that. That's awesome. I love setting the standards high for athletes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What has been your greatest achievement, both as an athlete and a coach? Yeah. So as an athlete, my greatest achievement was probably coming in fourth in state my senior year. For my program, that was the highest that we had ever come in a state competition. And so that was like the icing on the cake as a senior to kind of just go out with a bang and be like, hey, yeah, we did that, you know. So that was that was a really fun experience. As a coach, it's been really um just helping my athletes to understand the value of being a well-rounded athlete. And so a lot of the athletes on my team have aspirations of cheering in college or dancing um, in college. A lot of them come from a dance background. And so I, I, you know, I've really prided myself on helping them to um, understand and develop skills that will make them ready to try out for whatever team they want to try out for in college. So whether they go to an HBCU here that um, does stomp and shake style cheerleading, or if they decide to go to a traditional PWI school and try out for their traditional um, cheerleading team, I just really like knowing that they have the skill set to, to walk into that tryout confidently and hopefully make the team. All right. How did you start your business and where did you get the idea for it? Yeah. So I started my business, gosh, a couple of years ago, but it really started out of a necessity for myself. If I'm being honest, it was my first year coaching high school. And like I said, I was walking into this program. I felt a lot of pressure on myself to kind of, you know, do really well and and impress, you know, them. And so a lot of my anxiety just kind of came from not really knowing what was going on as I was learning. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just like, make these sheets and I'll just fill them out and it'll just, you know, I can just write down everything I need and I'll just know where it is. And so I've, I've always been described as an organized person. 
And so I, I've been making planning sheets like this since probably grad school, just to kind of tailor to whatever it was I was studying or needed to do. And so that's always just kind of followed me. It followed me to my first big girl job. It follows me everywhere. And so when I became a coach, it was just sort of natural for me to do that, to just help me be organized. And so at first it started as a digital planner and I had it up on like teachers pay teachers and um, it's a great site, but they take so much of your money. And so I was like, okay, I need to kind of like evolve this. And so right when the pandemic started, actually, I had this bright idea and I was like, oh, well, why don't I just make it a planner? You know, I love going to Target and walking down the stationary aisle and buying all this stuff that honestly, I probably don't need, you know, or don't use as often. But I was like, I love planners. I need a planner. And I it would I would love to be able to just like not have to carry around this huge, bulky binder full of all this information and just kind of be able to pop this in my book bag and, and go. And so, yeah, I had this genius idea, you know, right as people were literally canceling their seasons to invest money, (laughs) to invest money into getting these planners made. And I, you know, I knew it was the beginning of the pandemic, but I knew that like, it was kind of trending, like, oh oh gosh, we're looking like seasons and things are going to be, you know, shut down. Um, But I still did it anyway. And it still sold, you know, for the, for the, for the people who had, um, you know, seasons still during that first pandemic, I think that was like, what, fall 2020, I think. Yeah. So people were still buying it. And so that was kind of like, okay, you know, if they're buying it when like people are getting, you know, they're losing jobs or seasons are shutting down, then I think if I can stick it out, then maybe, you know, it would be worth it. And so it actually ended up being worth it. And so that's kind of how it came about. I I thought I was crazy. My husband was probably like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Bad timing, I guess, but it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible timing. Um, like if I looked at it, I think if I had like planned on that and like looked at it and thought it through, I probably would have talked myself out of it with those circumstances, but for whatever reason, it just, it happened how it meant to happen. Yeah. It happened. (laughs) Well, tell us more about the cheer coach planner. Like what kinds of things are in there? I'd have one myself, but just for the listeners, um, what can they get when they order a cheer coach planner? Sure. So yeah. Um, so the planner is made specifically for cheerleading coaches and it has um, over 250 pages inside of it. And it's got this really pretty gold um, wire binding and there's three different colors right now. There's like this, um, there's a melon, like pink color. There's like a beige-ish stone color and there's like a light blue color, but basically inside it has a whole bunch of different forms to kind of help coaches to plan their season. There's rosters. You can track your stunt groups. You can plan out your game days, your fundraisers, your competitions. There's uniforms, tracking attendance. There's undated monthly calendars. And then there's undated weekly calendars. And I love that because, you know, seasons start all over the place. You know, some seasons, some schools, and I'm so jealous, but some schools can start in like February, March with tryouts. And then some schools can't start until August. And so I didn't really want to like back anybody into a certain date range with their, with their calendars, just to kind of, you know, be able to use it flexibly. And so it's undated. Um, and there's, there's so many other forms that, you know, there's like, you can plan your end of season banquet. There's a pep rally plan in there. I know I'm forgetting things off the top of my head, but it's basically just made to help you have a planned and organized season. And just, you know, so that you can write everything down 
and kind of just have that with you wherever you go. I think there's formation planners in there and, and, you know, you name it. And so I also have a captain planner now, which is kind of the same idea. There's less forms in there because the captains don't need, you know, some of those things like fundraisers and payment tracking. But I designed that to sort of help the captains to really step into their leadership positions to help them to like plan out and organize their own season, their own tasks and responsibilities as a captain as well. And so I'm really excited about that one too. That is exciting. I have to look into that. I just had my first meeting with my captains, but I really like the the one that I use the most often right now is going to be that weekly planner. So plan out the week by time and then send it to my assistant. So that's been awesome to keep me organized and then definitely planning on using like the game day planner for our captains. Yes. Just giving that to them as we go. I love that one too. It's got like everything in there. It's like down to like, what hairstyle are you guys wearing yeah. this week? Uniforms? What are you wearing? To, what are you wearing to school? All of that. Yeah. Whatever you need. Yeah. It's awesome. I love how detailed yeah. it is. Thanks. What's your ultimate goal with your business? Yeah. So my, my goal right now is to continue to grow the business. So I've been fortunate that sales have increased each year and, you know, as more and more people learn about it, it, you know, it just keeps continues to grow. And I'm really excited about that. And I hope it continues. Ultimately, I would love to branch out to have planners and stationery for the cheerleaders themselves, um, their parents, um, and, you know, probably some other group that I'm not even thinking of right now or dreaming of right now. And so we're actually really close to launching um, a couple of those soon, which I'm really excited about. But yeah, ultimately just to grow, just to keep growing and just kind of see where it takes me and kind of just let it, let it go, um, you know, where it goes. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's, I mean, it's been amazing so far. I'm really, I'm really glad that I have one and I'm really excited for you and the growth of your business. So Yeah. My last question for you is what's your why? Why do you do what you do? Yeah. So I have been really fortunate to have found a marriage between what I am good at and what I enjoy doing. And that's both with owning the business and as being a coach. And so like, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. My dad has owned businesses all my life and that's kind of, you know, all I saw. And so I've always really aspired to doing that. Um, I've always been organized. I've always been a planner and I've always loved cheerleading. And so to be in this place where I am working with on all of those areas is just really special to me right now. And so I'm grateful and I just hope that it continues to grow and evolve. And so I just, you know, when it comes to coaching, I I love doing it because I just love, you know, working with my athletes and and seeing them grow and, and change. And I love it when they, when they get it, you know, like when they get that thing that they have been working so hard to get. And, and that is, you know, not just limited to, to cheerleading. I mean, that could be even, you know, in a class or a job or, you know, a a college they get accepted into, whatever it is, I just love being part of their lives in that aspect and kind of, you know, sharing my little two cents of advice to kind of help them get to that point. And so that's just, that's just like the ultimate love, love that so much. That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. It was awesome to chat with you and get to know you a little bit better. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. To be notified when another episode is posted, visit the link in the show notes to sign up for my newsletter. Don't forget to follow the Life of a Cheerleading Coach on Instagram and Facebook, and be sure to click the listener support button on my anchor page. To be featured in the next episode, use the link in the show notes to leave me a voice message. 
Thanks again for listening and go make a difference. Thank you.